This is my penultimate day of my year-long journey. <laughs> I thought I'd record some some thoughts. <laughs> and as I speak, I can I can feel the tears beginning to well up and the, and the emotion rise to the surface. I didn't expect this to happen. I just thought I'd be talking, but I really can't believe that uh, this moment has arrived, that I've actually made it. <laughs> you know, I've made it for a whole year um, paddling around Scotland. I mean, the actual act of paddling around Scotland probably wasn't in doubt because I've done it before. But the fact that I've stuck at this for a whole year has been, I think, fairly remarkable for me. I have to be honest that uh, I really didn't know whether I would succeed in being self-sufficient for a whole year without returning home. And I haven't returned home. Um, I haven't been back to Tobermory since leaving on the 28th of August last year. And today is the 27th of August and tomorrow, the 28th of August, I paddle back into Tobermory. The day that I turn 60. <laughs> oh, where do I begin? Is there a beginning? I don't know. It seems at the moment that uh, I have a, a huge collection of thoughts, a huge collection of experiences, incredible memories, so many faces that I can recall meeting, people I've spoken to, people who have become friends with me, so many experiences of intimate moments with nature and wildlife, collating it all, making sense of it all, is a mammoth task it seems, greater than the journey itself maybe, I don't know. It seems all very surreal at the moment, you know, today especially. You know, I made coffee this morning and, you know, I just was going through my normal routine, my ritual of making it from my sleeping bag, doing things in a certain order. And then there was a moment when I was doing that that I realised that this was the last time I'd be, I'd be doing this on this journey because tomorrow being the last morning will be different because, uh, well, I've got visitors coming to camp with me tonight, so I won't be alone, there will be people around, and uh, it will be different. So this morning was, in effect, the last morning of my solitude, and it was a surreal moment. <laughs> and then packing the boat this morning, <laughs> typical me, I'd left things right up to the last minute, and um, I was making a a film. I was filming myself packing the boat because so many folks have asked me to do that to show them how I get all my kit into my boat, which for many people seems like an impossible task. <laughs> um, so I did that and uh, I'll be putting that out on YouTube in a few days time. But as I was doing it, I was aware of that this again was a significant moment. It was the last time I was packing the boat on my own. 
Oh my goodness. I suppose set the scene where I am at the moment. I'm paddling across the mouth of Calgary Bay from the Treshinish headland towards Kalia headland along the uh, northwest coastline of the Isle of Mull and I'm paddling to a campsite near the Ardmore Peninsula, Ardmore headland which is close enough to Tobermory to ensure that I reach there at uh, midday tomorrow. So I've got about 24, 23 kilometers today not very far and the conditions today are, are far more settled than they were yesterday. I paddled from Staffa across to the island of Little Colonsay and then round the back of Alva, the island of Alva and then up and around towards uh, the Treshnish coastline, the mainland of Mull uh, where I camped. But the weather was just horrendous, it was sustained force five all day from the north which meant I was paddling into it and um, in some places the sea state was incredibly rough it made paddling incredibly difficult but I managed uh, you know a good 33 kilometers <laughs> such was my tenacity plus the <laughs> the need to actually make that distance so I wasn't leaving myself for the longer day today so today is a gift really the conditions are beautiful the wind is still on on my nose but it's a light force to it's not raining clouds high so it's a lovely day to kayak. Well, I really don't know what to expect tomorrow. I know there's going to be a number of people <laughs> welcome me in. I really don't know how many people are going to be there, but I met somebody yesterday at a fairly remote beach on the coastline of Malt and he was standing there to, to say hello to me as I paddled past and he had travelled all the way up from Warrington just to, to be here when I paddled in and that is incredibly humbling for me to, to know. I, I really I, I really can't get my head about around how the, my journey has resonated for so many people in a way that inspires them to to make a journey like that, you know, travel all the way up from Warrington just to just to wave some old bloke in a kayak landing on a beach in Tobermory. Yeah, it's just beyond me, in t you know, beyond me in, in the sense that I, I can't relate that to myself as a person. You know, I, I read so many emails and messages and posts from people who talk about me being an inspiration and, you know, how my journey and, and the way I've shared my journey has helped them in their lives and I read those words but there must be some kind of filter within me that doesn't allow them to reach my core so that I believe them. I mean I do feel gratitude for all the wonderful comments I receive, that, that's genuine. I do, I do genuinely appreciate what people have to say about my journey but what's missing for me is that, that ability to really absorb you know absorb the deeper meaning behind that that gratitude and you know and 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 you know understand that what i've done is is um what i've achieved and the way i've presented it 
you know, has had a huge impact for, for people. You know, when I set out on my journey last year, I didn't, I didn't intend for this to happen. I didn't intend to become uh, an inspiration. I was intending to share my journey and the delight that I gain through the experiences, the delight I gain from kayaking, the delight I gain from camping, the delight I gain from immersing myself in wild landscapes. I didn't uh, intend to come across uh, as a hardline adventurer. I don't think I came across like that. I don't think, um, I don't think that's how I've presented myself. And uh, I'd hate to think that I've bigged up, so to speak, uh, the experiences that I've had. Hey, I, um, yeah, I just wanted to present myself as me and, you know, as uh, a man leaving his 50s and about to enter his 60s, who's been lucky enough to live much of his life as a, as a person immersed in wild landscapes worked in the outdoors, you know, facilitated similar experiences for others in the outdoors. And uh, to share my experience of living with clinical depression, uh, since that was a, a core reason for me undertaking the journey to celebrate my life, you know, to celebrate being alive, you know, at a very personal level too teach myself, to show myself that um, there's a lot of life still to be lived, that I have what it takes to do that and to live it fully as well. So I have found the fame side of this experience as being quite an embarrassment for me, <laughs> to be honest. You know, I don't find it a comfortable experience when people say to me, you're famous, or oh, it's so good to meet you. At last, you know, you're famous. You know, somebody sent, said to me about a month ago on the East Coast that they'd never met anybody who was famous and, you know, now they were meeting me. I'm very much looking forward to uh, the future uh, beyond this journey. I'm not worried about um, post-expedition blues. There are so many ideas swirling around in my mind at the moment about what I could do after the, this journey. I mean, for a start, I'm looking forward to getting back into my, my little workshop, my shed in the garden and making jewelry again. You know, being creative with my hands. You know, I love doing that, and I have missed that on this journey. And I've got lots of ideas of what I can do and what I want to, to learn and, and uh, the skills that I want to acquire for the future. There's a book to write, and I'm really looking forward to writing the book about this journey. I have an idea of the format it's going to take. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge writing it, that's for sure, because, uh, you know, how does one squeeze 
a year's worth of incredible experiences into um, a few hundred pages and uh, write it in a way that um, yeah will have meaning really and impact. I have another book that I'd like to write and I'm very excited about that. Yeah I'm not going to say anything about that one because uh, I'll only share those details once I've once I've started. And then I've got other ideas for different publications. You know so many people have asked about a photography book, a picture book of my, my photos of my journey. Well that's a that's a lovely project to involve myself with or focus on. Choosing from my photographs pictures that will look good as wall art, posters and of course a calendar. <laughs> if I'm quick I'll get a calendar done for for next year which would be a really good project. So those are you know there's a lot of work there already and I'm really looking forward to it. You know it's it's it means that I'm going to be active you know from from the moment that I get home. And uh, then there's something else that uh, has been boiling up within me in my thoughts and uh, my you know has become an aspiration and that is to set up a charitable foundation for adults to enable people to have adventurous experiences of their own. And what I'm thinking of at the moment is, is some kind of bursary fund which people can apply for, which will help fund an aspect of the adventure that they, they aspire to undertake. And then along with that, uh, that bursary fund, there will be a mentorship, mentorship program. So uh, they will have regular contact with somebody who understands about what it's like to have an adventure. So the mentors would probably be adventurers themselves, people who I know have had life-changing adventures for themselves and are willing to share their knowledge and wisdom as a mentor. And then alongside that, you know, to run residential workshops or wilderness immersion workshops for people who are thinking of having an adventure but would like to know more about how to to do that for themselves. I'm already speaking with a couple of people about potential workshops. Uh, one aboard a tall ship for a week and another one based uh, on the Isle of Mull um, working with a musician where we explore the adventure of music and how music can influence our connection to wild space. So there's that and you know that's that that will be a huge huge project for me. I've never set up a charitable foundation before and I don't know where to begin to be honest but I know it's possible and uh, I want to make sure that it's set up ethically and soundly and that um, yeah that it meets the needs of every person in our society and it's yeah and it's going to be an international foundation so I don't want to exclude people from other countries so I'm sure there'll be challenges around that as well. As you can see, there's so much that I'm thinking about. And then, um, you know, I want to continue to have adventures, you know, myself. I want to continue to kayak and camp. I want to continue to explore Scotland. On this journey, I paddled around most of mainland Scotland. I didn't uh, manage the 
the Lothian and the Berwickshire coastline and I didn't manage the Solway Firth and the Galloway coastline and uh, Ayrshire coastline. But there's the Outer Hebrides, I mean there's Cole and Tyree, Isla, Colonsay, the Orkney archipelago and the Shetland archipelago all waiting to be explored again and intimately. So uh, watch this space folks, I mean that's, uh, there's so much more still to be done. One thing is for certain though, I don't think I'll be heading off for a year again. Uh, not, not this time, well not next time. <laughs> I mean I do have a, you know, really grand adventure ideas, which I won't talk about now, but uh, yeah, those would be demanding in terms of time. But um, I'm not sure that those will be fulfilled really. Yeah, they're good to, they're good to dream about. This journey around Scotland has um, just proved to me that you know, adventure can happen for me on my doorstep. I don't have to travel the world or the globe to seek out adventure. You know, for me, it's enough to explore the country that I live in, which is Scotland, really get to know it and uh, do so in a, challenge, in a way that challenges me and I find incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. So what else? Um, YouTube, that's another idea. I've got tons of footage from this journey to edit. So there'll be lots of short films that I'm gonna be putting up on my YouTube channel. And then, uh, yeah, and then I think what I want to do as well is to, to build on the experiences I've had from this journey and explore many of the things that emerged. You know, if, uh, if you've been following my, my daily thought, about uh, what I gained from this journey. Words like tenacity, community, friendship, recovery. I think there's a wee film that I can make about each of those and um, explore you know, how my experiences in the outdoors facilitate a deeper awareness of these uh, aspects for me. And then I want to make films about where I live, the Isle of Mull. So, you know, I'm kayaking now along the Kalia headland coastline. But I'd like to make a film, you know, specifically of just paddling around this headland because there are so many little aspects to it that are really delightful. You know, all, all it needs is a few beautiful shots and a bit of film, me sharing my thoughts and what I'm noticing and how I'm experiencing it. And there you are, you've got a you know, a lovely 20 minute video to watch. So that's what I'd like to do as well. And of course that will take time. <laughs> the advantage of doing those, of course, is that it um, means that I get out and uh, continue to immerse myself in this incredible seascape and landscape. And it won't be just sea kayaking, of course. There's, there's the hinterland to explore, the mountains and the glens. And then there's other things that I'd like to do as new skills that I'd like to acquire. I'd like to learn to paraglide. <laughs> quite, quite the opposite to sea kayaking, I suppose. Yes, I think uh, when I begin to make a bit of income from the books and things that I produce, 
I'm going to buy myself all the paraphernalia to paraglide and pay for myself to do a paragliding course. And my idea behind that is, isn't just to go paragliding, to paraglide as a means of exploring Scotland, continuing to explore Scotland. So, uh, you know, one of the ideas I have is to buy a very lightweight paraglider or canopy or wing as they're, as they're known and um, go, on to, go on hikes. And then when I re reach a certain height and the conditions are right and the wind's in the right direction, it's safe to do so to fly, but to glide without the use of a, a motor. I like that idea very, very much. And it will be a great thing to do to keep me fit and agile, keep me motivated. And it's a new skill. Funny enough, I, um, I got my glider pilot's license before I got my driving license. So when I was... Uh, 16 I flew a glider solo and then went on to work at a gliding school for a few years and uh, did a lot of flying so I, I haven't uh, flown a, a glider for over 30 odd years 40 years probably but I reckon I could <laughs> and uh, the thought of being up in the air again uh, with no engine and just using the, the thermals and being at one with the conditions uh, holds a huge appeal to me and I, I like it also because it's uh, you know there's an element of risk to it as well you know you, you've got to get things right you can't just learn how to do it from the back of a cereal packet it's a skill that needs you know careful training for and um, yeah and an aptitude I suppose which I think I have So, <laughs> and the other thing, and another thing, <laughs> which is wonderful, there's so many things. I met so many people on this journey, so many wonderful people who have become what I would think of as very, very good friends. I want to continue to stay in touch with them, you know, literally stay in touch with them, not, not through Facebook or through what used to be Twitter, but to visit and to share time with them, you know, whether they be people I've kayaked with or people I've stayed with. My hope is that people, these new friends and other folks that I've met, will accept the offer that I extended to many people when I met them to come and stay with me on the Isle of Mull in Tobermory, stay with my wife Karen and I, and go paddling with me. You know, I'll have two kayaks and it'd be lovely to go paddling with people that I've met and uh, share with them through the actual pastime of kayaking, you know, what it is that lights my fire. And uh, yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's another aspiration for the future. So this journey, as you will probably be very aware, has been hugely uh, important to me. I've gained so much from the experience, far more, far, far more than I ever, ever, ever hoped for. I'm not returning home 
with any form of disappointment. Even though I might, you know, I might have wanted to finish off by paddling around the small isles, the fact that I didn't get down to the Berkshire coastline or, you know, get around the Muller Galloway, which is one of the things I'd hoped to do. I'm not disappointed because what has happened is this journey has been organic. It's just unfolded. All the while, it's, it became richer and richer and richer the further I went. Just absolutely incredible. <laughs> you know, sometimes words, language, aren't enough to convey the depth of, um, of feeling I, I experience. As to my depression, well, I'm afraid I haven't knocked it on the head. It hasn't disappeared, it will be there. And I'm pretty certain that uh, there will be times when I'm laid low with a bout of depression. In terms of suicidal thinking, ideation, even though I've had incredible experiences in this journey, there have been times, many times, where I have wished I wasn't alive. And that is a, that's another huge subject, really. It's very much an existential one for me, how I feel about myself. And, and I really sometimes, well, quite often, I really dislike myself. You know, I see a lot of faults in me. And uh, even though I'm coming to the end of this incredible experience, and as I've been detailing all the wonderful moments, I've also been thinking about my failures on this journey. And one of my big failures that I really hate myself for is not remaining in touch with people, you know, answering messages and emails, and I hate myself for that. And it's easy for me to not, not just berate myself, but to really, really, really hate myself. Yeah, I just uh, get to the point where I think, you know, just, just knock it on the head. You know, you're not, uh, you're not worth much. But this journey, you know, like I've said so many times, provided so many powerful metaphors for when I do get to that point where I may think about suicide, that I can ground myself in a memory, that a powerful metaphoric memory, you know, just realise that, um, that to end my life would be futile because uh, there is so much joy to be experienced. So, uh, yeah, so my depression is uh, it's going to be with me, I think. Again, there's, there's a sense of excitement with regard to how I feel I can live with it less painfully. paddling around the headland now, Kaliak Head, and uh, there was quite a tide running, so also, <laughs> it was running in my favour, which was lovely. Yeah, it's an average speed of 6.6 kilometres, <laughs> cruising along, and I can see, I can see Ardmore Point almost, so I can see where, a uh, Quinnish Point, sorry, around which I will then see Ardmore Point. We've got a lovely view across to Ardnamurkin Peninsula with the lighthouse and then the small isles beyond, Egg, Muck and the looming mountains of Rump. And just about make out Canner as well, which is nice. And then uh, the mountains of uh, Sky behind. So, 
I sense I'm um, beginning to dry up a bit in terms of words and sharing. And danger of repeating myself. I'm beginning to labour the points that I, were, I wanted to share. So this might be a good point to to end this right now and um, say cheerio. Thank you very much for listening. Um, oh, that's another thing, of course. <laughs> How did I forget? Podcasts. Yes. Uh, I want to continue doing podcasts. Um, I enjoyed podcasting when I did it. I bought uh, new recording um, hardware with the money that people generously um, donated to me or gave me, gifted me. But I was loath to use it because I was so frightened of, um, of ruining it again, you know. And, um, and so it stayed inside, you know, the, the equipment stayed inside my kayak. It's only today that I've, I've um, risked putting on this Lavalia mic because it's so calm. I know it's not going to get wet. So yeah, podcasts, that'll be another, another thing for me to, to create, which I'm looking forward to. All that remains really is to say thank you, as always, from the bottom of my heart. Really thank you so much for being part of my journey, for showing an interest in my journey, for being interested in me, for being so warm and generous towards me with your words of affection and support and encouragement, your words of wisdom. And uh, I very much look forward to us remaining connected even though I'm not on a massive sea kayak journey. It's the end of this journey and it's the beginning of so many others. <laughs> Thank you very much and uh, my love to you all. Bye-bye.